Monday, March 30th, 2020, Dr. Fauci, a member of the White House Corona Task Force, says the U.S. could see millions of coronavirus cases and more than 100,000 deaths. President Trump has extended the guidelines to slow coronavirus until the end of April. Germany is planning to introduce immunity certificates for individuals who have recovered from COVID-19. Russia is using authoritative technology to control the spread of the virus. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio announces that residents who break social distancing rules will be subject to fines. Johnson & Johnson plans to start human testing of their coronavirus vaccine by September. Amazon workers prepare to strike at the Staten Island Warehouse in support of demands for coronavirus protections. This is C19 Daily, and I'm Frank Schultz. And I'm Karen Romano. So, Karen, let's go ahead and uh, take a look at what happened over the weekend, um, really what happened over the last 24 hours. And uh, first thing, Dr. Fauci now saying that um, the U.S. The model is forecasting over 100,000 deaths with millions of cases. Yeah, so in, his, in this article, um, it talks about, uh, Fauci talks about the models and that you, know, you, you look at the worst case and best case scenario, and he's still saying with, you know, kind of somewhere in between is kind of what you usually see. So he's still saying 100 to 200,000 um, deaths is what's being predicted, taking kind of that middle of the road approach. Um, so you could see something a lot worse or possibly better. Um, interesting numbers. Uh, we're only at, what, about 2,000 deaths, I believe, that hit over the weekend um, in the U.S. I think we doubled in two days. That was one of the articles we posted over the weekend. So, um we're at around 2,000 and, and possibly going up to 100 to 200,000. That's, that's a big jump. Yeah, and confirmed cases worldwide today went up 55,000. Um, you know, we were talking over the weekend and said we probably will hit a million this week. Um, we probably will hit a million confirmed cases. And, and, you know, part of that obviously is tied to the distribution and timing of testing, but also the spread of the virus. Um, you know, seeing some articles out there about how testing the, the confirmed cases really aren't accurate because the tests aren't prevalent enough. And, um, you know, ultimately the numbers are kind of already lagging. But, you know, the flip side of that is the White House has extended the, uh, you know, essentially the guidelines to slow the coronavirus. Another uh, 15 days came, it came 45 days. So through the end of April. Yeah, and I, I think this is also pretty closely tied to the numbers we saw in the first article. Um, if you read through this article, it, it kind of takes you through uh, from where the White House was first recommending 15 days of these guidelines to slow the virus. Now that uh, President Trump has access to additional modeling, including what uh, Dr. Fauci uh, talks about, it looks like you know he's seeing things that say, hey, you know what, we need, we need some more time to slow this. So it kind of chronicles, if you read through the article, what started from the beginning of March uh, all the way through his now recommendations to the end of April. And a lot of that, you know, obviously the curve is still trending up for the U.S. We're not seeing that flattening that we had uh, expected because, you know, I guess it said that some of the, the delays in responding really um, are kind of causing the, the continuation of the spread. And uh, this week we'll probably tell where we're going and, and how quickly things are moving. Um, part of it, you know, Russia's using technology to essentially um, control the spread of COVID-19. And um, 
a lot of it's tied to facial recognition, which is interesting. Well, for um, so there's two things happening out there. One with one is with Russia, and one's with Germany. So well, let's start with Germany. Germany is looking to do testing um, and issue something they're calling immunity certificates, um, where they're looking to test people and find out who has the immunity, so they've been exposed to COVID nineteen. Um, so that they can get back to work, get back to society and slowly lift the, the lockdown that they have in Germany. On the flip side, um, Russia is starting to use some of its authoritative uh, or authoritarian technology, like facial recognition, um, to curb the spread. So on the German or on the Russia side, rather, this uh, facial recognition and some of the technology they were putting in place there was a lot of backlash around that people, you know, don't necessarily like the idea of facial recognition and um, being tracked in that way. Yet now it's starting to get a boost in Russia as far as support of that, because people are being fined um, if they're violating the quarantine. So kind of like two different countries looking to uh, curb the spread in, in two different ways, one through tests, one through facial recognition. Very interesting. And, uh, you know, obviously, if you look at the, you know, I'll say the level of democracy in a country kind of impacts ultimately the control that the government can have over, um, you know, enforcing coronavirus restrictions, pandemic restrictions. And China obviously went to full lockdown, and that's harder for us to do here in the U.S. And um, But just interesting to see different levels of the, the control that's happening here. Um, and, and part of, you know, what's happening in Germany, too, to be able to issue that uh, certificate for immunity um, really is tied back to getting a test out there to be able to test for the antibodies. And that's something I think we're, we're not yet seeing here, but over the last week, several companies, as we've reported before, have announced that they have quicker tests. Uh, and these are tests to tell if you have active coronavirus, but I think the antibody tests um, sounds like we might need to take a, take a page from Germany's book here to, uh, to test for the, uh, the antibodies or get something going pretty soon here. Yeah, I haven't seen anything in the U.S. yet. We did have some articles over the weekend um, where Abbott is looking to get out a, a much quicker test. Uh, so that was the, really the only thing I've seen on, our, on the U.S. side. Um, we are seeing from some other pharmaceuticals, uh, specifically Johnson & Johnson, they announced that they're, they should be ready for human trials of their vaccine by September. So not necessarily the immunity test, but uh, a way for people to get immunity if we can get these vaccines out. And that's, you know, September feels like a long time away. But part of the significance here is that uh, the prediction on flu and, uh, and typically on the coronavirus, you know, typically the models support a, a decline over the summer and then it could ramp back up as it gets cooler, cooler again because these viruses don't necessarily like the heat. Um, but having a vaccine for September really could help with that kind of fall and winter uh, resurgence that we could potentially see. Yeah, and this is significant to me, um, having a background from a pharmaceutical um, perspective, is that it's not easy to get vaccines and drugs out the door. They have to go through a lot of tests. And the fact that they're announcing they could start these trials um, and get them into humans as early as September, that's actually very significant. And it, like you say, it sounds like, wow, that, that's far out. That's September when they're going to start these trials. It's actually um, seems pretty quick to me, just from my perspective, um, with that background. So good to see that that's moving forward. 
Definitely. And it looks like they have a couple of different options. They have a lead candidate for a vaccine and see if that works. If it doesn't, they have two other candidates. So it seems like we're probably in a, you know, in good shape for the fall. It's just a matter of looking at how we get there. And I know one of the, the bigger um, focuses lately in, in, in the news is the uh, lack of personal protection equipment or PPE for hospitals, but also, you know, think about all the service workers that we have out there, you know, people delivering um, food packages, um, working in warehouses, um, anytime and, and Amazon workers, you know, are really, uh, among several groups of workers that are demanding PPE to be able to work in the, in the facilities they're in. Yeah. So we, um, in the article we have posted in the C19 daily today, it's talking about Amazon at Staten Island and they're planning to strike, um, today actually. And it's kind of really vital that we can we have Amazon up and running today. We we talked about a few things with Amazon. One is that they're trying to hire, I think it was 100,000 people <clears> to keep up with the demand as people are uh, stuck in their houses and they still need, uh, you know, day to day types of things just to live. Um, and also, to your point, we're seeing more of this uh, need for PPE because we also talked about over the weekend or well, an article we put in. We didn't do our podcast was uh, Instacart also looking to strike because they're also demanding uh, PPE and that just the right um, equipment is provided to them to protect them if they're going to go out and be shopping for people. Absolutely. It's, uh, you know, I guess there's concerns now about what's going to happen to supply chain and um, as the workers, you know, start to get impacted, impacted and, and potentially infected. So the more we can protect people, obviously the better, we're going to be our healthcare workers, our service workers, um, anyone out in the front lines um, working. But, you know, there's still people that are out having, I'll say, block parties, in essence, or gatherings or getting together. And, you know, if we look at still the worst, uh, worst hit area in the U.S., which has the greatest density, uh, is New York. And it looks like Mayor de Blasio was kind of tired of seeing people out getting together. Yeah, uh, so he announced that that the people who are not following our social distancing rules that are in place in New York can be fined up to $500. This is the first time I've seen in the U.S. Um, announcements of these fines and that they're going to put them in place. We've seen them in other countries, and we've talked about them in the past, and now we're starting to see them here in New York, which, you know, like you talked about, um, it's a hot spot for the outbreak. It does seem like it's a it's a worst case scenario. You know, the, the quote here uh, from the mayor, you've been warned and warned and warned again. They're going to give people every chance to listen. And anyone who doesn't listen, they deserve a fine at this point. Um, you know, we've been saying it from the beginning. Stay home, stay safe, um, you know, go out and, and grocery shop for the week. Don't grocery shop for the day if you if you can uh, and really kind of limit your exposure out, out in the world and, and you're going to keep yourself safe, keep your family safe and keep others safe. Because as we've seen, you can be a carrier and not even know it. So just, uh, in, interesting developments today. Um, uh, it's going to be interesting to see obviously how the, the stock market fares this week. Um, with, uh, with the announcement of the extension, um, of, of the, uh, essentially the guidelines for the, the slowing, but uh, if you do have any questions, if you do have any stories you'd like us to look into, if you have any comments on what we're doing here, um, please get in touch with us, COVID-19 at infiniteblue.com. You can also uh, like us on anywhere we're posting the C19 
Daily Out on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. Probably the best favor you can do is to reshare our podcast or our stories uh, in the social network. Get it out there. Get more uh, the news out to more people. We're trying to increase the awareness of, uh, of news that we think is relevant. Um, so that's it for today on Monday, March 30th. I'm Frank Schultz. And I'm Karen Romano. Stay safe and we'll hope to see you tomorrow. Thanks, everybody.